Hello and welcome to the sixth episode of Maldorma TV. I'm Tobias Alberg and I'm Magnus Alberg. In the previous episode, we talked about the concept of God and how the physical universe might actually be an illusion. Yeah, we had this amazing experience where we could actually see how everything around us was made of pure energy, like thin golden threads, and we could also feel how we were connected to it. Yeah, and it was. What was mesmerizing about it was that you could actually see it and as well as feel it. You could yeah. see that the, the universe that you were witnessing felt like a creation. Yeah, and not o- only a creation, but your creation. I could feel how it came out of me. Mm. And you and I and everyone else are the same. We are part of one single consciousness that makes up everything. And our external world is actually a kind of an illusion. Yeah, so it was a really cool experience, but the experience that we're going to talk about in this episode is something that really changed the life for the both of us. Yeah, previous experiences had been very powerful and humbling and all of that, but this experience really was a game changer when it came to our personal lives and moved me quite a lot yeah and i think this episode for those of you watching are going to be very skeptical about the things that we explain in that this episode but we just tell the truth as we have experienced it if you think it's all bollocks then that's your opinion but we just want to share what we have experienced yeah basically we were told to share it yes we will go into and it started off this experience we had taken psilocybin. Yep. And I remember lying in my sofa and something happened that I hadn't really experienced before. Well, I left my body. I had experienced that many yeah. times. But when I left my body, I ended up in the spiritual realm. And I cannot really describe what it looked like. But on the other side, hundreds of beings were waiting for me. Mm. And I felt intuitively that they were family, that we belonged to them. Yeah. And they expressed so much love. And you could feel it. You have a... The communication on the spiritual level is not like in the physical world. You feel things rather than say things and see things. You have an visual experience as well, but you do not have a physical body though. And I think this was, uh, at least for me, I know that, Perhaps one experience prior you had felt like uh, that you have made a conscious connection with uh, an entity, if you will. Yeah, I described in, I think it was episode two, how two beings contacted me and showed me uh, the power of God and Mm. the state of nirvana. But this was something completely else. Yeah, I just remember prior to this experience, I just have to mention I had was in a really grumpy mood. Yeah. So I wasn't really convinced that we should... Going out to this experience, and I just remember in the beginning, uh, I actually started seeing like dark entities hmm. in the corner of my eyes, and it was a really bad experience to begin with. Okay, but then something happened. I just remember that this enormous force just entered the room, yeah. and it just, yeah, I don't know how to explain it. it was just a, you could just feel that there was a presence. Yeah. Like it was an enormous presence, like, yes, you mentioned, hundreds of beings just being here. Yeah, and I think our experiences were quite different because yeah. I left my body and ended up in the spiritual world. Oh, While okay. you were still here, I 
if I remember yeah, correctly. Yeah, at, at least the in the beginning, at least, yeah. When they entered, yeah. you were in the living room yeah. in this very house, and I think you describe it as very majestic. Yeah, it's like, it was like an army marching in, and it's like, and I just remember the first thing they said, the first word that came into mind, they said, when we make an entrance, we make an entrance. Like, it was... <laughs> So powerful. It was just this enormous wave of energy just coming into the room. Yeah. And uh, yeah. And for me, it was quite different. As I said, I left my body and met these beings in the spiritual realm. And there were hundreds of them. Hmm. As I could see, I could see them as shapes, basically. And I felt them more than saw them. And I, as I said, it felt like family. Hmm. And they sent me strong emotions of love. And they told me that they were waiting for us, for humanity, to wake up and come home. That where they are, are our true home. And they're waiting for us to wake up and realize this and come to them. Mm. And as I said, they were kind of family. Yeah. And this was very powerful. And I felt such a connectivity with these beings and so much love. Yeah, it was... A uh, very humbling and powerful experience, to say the least. Yeah, and I think what you mentioned there, I think uh, when you say that they are waiting for us, yeah. for our awakening, if you look around in the world today, you can s- definitely see that more and pe- more people are opening up to the spiritual. It's becoming more and more known. Yeah. People are getting interested in spirituality. People feel like there's something else to it. And that's exactly what they started to talk about. Yeah. Because I had, I th- it felt like hours. It felt like I was on the spiritual plane for several hours. And they was feeding me with information. And when I w- woke up later, I was ecstatic. And mm. what I started saying was that you and I, and also my great friend that are also with us in our spiritual path that I mentioned, I think, during the first episode, yeah. are on the right path that we should continue with our spiritual journey. Yeah. And then they started to talk about suffering in the world. Mm. And they said that suffering is the motivating power to wake people up. Yeah. When we feel suffering, we start to turn inwards to find out why are we feeling so bad. Mm. And they also said that they are turning up the amount of suffering in the world right now. They are putting out more. They are basically orchestrating the entire physical world. Yeah. These beings, as I understood it. They are like, they are part of God. Mm. Uh, they are realized beings who are working with God, basically. Yeah. So what they said was they are... The suffering on in on planet Earth are are now escalating. They are pushing up the economic pressure, the stress and the wars and all that. Mm. And they they do this to hurry up our awakening because suffering will make us wake up. Yeah, basically. And you just have to look like uh, look into your everyday life to ponder upon that statement i mean yeah. if you look at suffering what it does to you uh, even at a small level it, it gives you clarity it gives yeah. you like uh, you move you become stronger from it yeah. the more you suffer the more wiser you become the more humble you become and when do people pray to god 
in the moment moment of weakness yes when yeah. they are suffering yeah. mostly so yeah so that's what they're doing right now and they said you do not need to worry about all these things happening here on earth and they told me to tell people who are feeling suffering that they do not need to worry if you wake up and understand this this suffering will not affect you in the same way mm. as if you are not aware of what is happening and then they continued to talk about all of this they said that all of us all of we humans and animals as well actually are divine we are part of god but we have forgotten our true nature by choice and we will talk about why we have forgotten it later on Mm -hmm. but we have forgotten our true nature by choice and chosen to go down into the physical world and do this journey here and we planned the entire journey ourselves yeah but these beings are orchestrating our experience but basically they and we are one we are one consciousness anyway so it doesn't matter they are in a way ourselves our higher selves Hmm. um so we have ourselves before we went out to the physical world planned our entire physical uh, experience and our physical experience did not start with this life we have been here for thousands upon thousands incarnations yeah and as I understand it, we started off as plants and evolved as b- animals and now are, became humans. So it's the entire yeah. e- evolution. I think we're going to talk more about that process that uh, it's originally Martinez who yeah. talk about. So I think we're going to explain that process more in detail in yeah. the, perhaps in the next episode. Yeah, but we've been here for a very long time yeah. and we planned the entire journey ourselves. And they also told me that when we planned this journey, we knew how we would react in every single yeah. um, situation, situation basically. basically. And that we ourselves have left clues to ourselves, mm. not knowingly. Well, knowingly when we planned it, but we don't know that, that it is clues that we are approaching. Yeah. Perhaps when we meet a person that say or do something that makes us change direction in life, that's actually pre-planned by ourselves. Yeah, and that kind of goes back to synchronicities that we yeah. talked about them before. It's yeah. those moments where you meet people and it just feels so uh, that it couldn't be a coincidence. Exactly, and so everything is basically predetermined, Yeah, is what it said. Yeah, and that's... The experience, I, if I just jump in yeah. explain my, ex- my experience because it relates to this. Uh, what happened to me this evening was that, yeah, right after this, they made the entrance and all that, I was um, just overwhelmed by it in, in the beginning. Yeah. But then I got a visual... I left my body and just went through a whole other time and space. And in this room, or what you want to call it, was just I saw a pyramid... Like a reversed pyramid with the, the top at the end. So yeah. like a, a spiral. Upside down. Yeah. yeah. And I could see for each spiral that yeah. this represented uh, a way of uh, realizing yourself or okay. coming uh, to a, 
what you say, uh, like discovering something in your life that will bring you closer and closer to yourself. Yeah. And they showed that a uh, key traveled through the spiral. Yeah. From the top is like you, you, you're born and then you figure stif- stuff out. You realize things more and more. Then you come to finally realizing yourself. And yeah. in the middle of the of the spiral, by the end of the spiral, yeah. was a chest. Yeah. Okay. So it represented the chest represented your true self. Yeah. And the key was you traveling through the spiral, each. Uh, each time you travel through each spiral, you kind of like uh, rediscovered something about yourself to yeah. come closer into understanding you who you really are. You learn stuff all the way, yeah. and for every lesson, you come closer to the tip of the yeah pyramid, and eventually you wake up. And they told me also that there are clues left along the way, so we will never, so we can't get stuck here mm. in this. Uh, world yeah because we have forgotten who we are and but there's no way we're going to stay here forever because we plan this perfectly we are basically god so every experience you encounter is pre-planned mm. to lead you right in the end yeah and they also showed me this visually as very similar to what you experienced they showed me that our life experience is kind of a web mm. like a spiral yeah where all the experiences are in this web and we are traveling in it and yeah. inside this web clues are hidden so cunningly that mm. we don't even notice what is happening to us yeah. we think this is real and but it's really not yeah it's, it's, it's clues it, they are hidden stuff like we don't know about yeah and that goes back to suffering as well a lot of the things that you are going to realize that will make you progress as a human being and make you more humble and get closer to your true self is through the act of suffering. Yeah. Because suffering has that effect on people. It really makes them sit down and ponder upon who they are and what's the meaning of it all. Basically, it's a push and pull strategy. When we are going in the wrong direction, we encounter suffering, which pushes us back on track. Yeah. And we are going when we are going in the right direction, we experience happiness and love, mm. and everything flows freely. But as soon as we go in the wrong direction, suffering will be there to push back again. Yeah. So that's what suffering is doing. And a lot of people are way off the track, so mm. they are going to encounter a lot of suffering. Yeah, that's when you when you go into the game of the ego, the play yeah. the game of the ego. What? the universe is going to do is going to push a bad experience on you that will really make you wake up yeah. to the real path if you yeah. will. and in the end of this spiral you wake up and wake by waking up we mean realizing what you truly are mm. and then you leave this physical world and end up with these guys <laughs> talking to me during this experience yeah yeah. And I actually got a, I think this was at a la- later time, but it was a beautiful way of explaining it with this spiral. Yeah. And they just said that flow through it like water. Yeah. Go through the universe and be like water. Just yeah. swim with it. Uh, yeah. Flow like water because that's when the experience is going to be at its maximum. Yeah. I When you say that, I remember... Um metaphor that alan watts used Mm -hmm. the guy hanging on the wall right there yeah Um, he talked about life also as a river yeah and you're in the water Mm. 
Mm. And if you flow with it, it will be the easiest ride. But if you flow against the current, yeah. you're still going to end up at the same place. But it's going to be a tough ride. Yeah. Because you're swimming against the current all the time. Mm. So basically that's it. Uh, so then um, after they explain this with suffering and that everything, the clues are hidden here. They told me, I first asked them, why have we chosen to forgotten ourselves? our true identity, our true divine identity. And they said, because the physical life is a great adventure. Mm. That was a word they used. It's a marvelous adventure. And doing this journey and then wake up is so amazing. Yeah. Especially when you finally wake up and realize what you are. And they also, and also it has to do with the principle of contrast. Enable to be God, you have to experience how it is to not to be God. Mm. That is our experience. Yeah. And we're going to talk more about the principle of contrast later on. Uh, it's more or the advanced level perhaps. But mm. uh, Then they said this to me and wanted me to share this to people. That observe your life consciously. Look at your life. What patterns can you see? Mm. What clues can you find? If you look at your life, you will find these clues uh, if you pay attention. Perhaps you can see different patterns that you are always ending up in the same situations. That is God telling you that you need to change something and work on something. So observe your life. Pay attention to it. Write lists if you have to. Uh, Because in in your life are all the clues you need to wake up. And also look at the thought patterns. Yeah. I mean, that's uh, where the ego has its control. It's in the thoughts. So one of the most important things that you can do is become conscious of your thoughts. Step yeah. outside of uh, the thoughts for a while and just observe them and see what they, what patterns are they putting you in? What situations are they putting you in? Yeah, most definitely. So that's... That's basically one of the main messages that I came out out of this experience. Hmm. That observe your life, follow the clues, and that we actually put these clues here so that when we are conscious enough, we will be able to see them and wake yeah. up. And that's a long process of trial and error. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> uh, and after they gave me this information, they said something that totally blew my mind. And they told me, they said something like this, that you and Tobias shall talk openly about what we are telling you now Mm. and about your experiences. And do not worry about the consequences. We will take care of you. And that really blew my mind because, well, first of all, I had thought about it prior, Mm. but I felt I didn't have the guts to do it basically because I was working in school system and was taking psilocybin, which is not really what they want me to talk about (laughs) in my private arena. But I felt so strongly after this experience that I have to do this. Hmm. This experience was so strong and I could really feel when they said, don't worry about the consequences, we will take care of you, that it was true. So that's the that experience is the very reason why we are sitting here right now 
and talking about this. Yeah. And this is only the beginning. This was the first, this was the starting point of a flood of information that we received during yeah. a few years. And I just remember as well, I don't know if it was this particular experience or if it was the one right afterwards, but it was the same thing. Um, I just remember it was this uh, force coming into the room again. And I just remember that I felt like I was pretty much the chosen one or my ego started getting that mm-hmm. feeling like... yeah. It was like I was lying there and it was like they were telling me I was the chosen one. I was supposed to do this. You are, uh, you have this really important <laughs> message that you're going to share with the yeah. world. And I just got a really humongous ego boost by it. But uh, <laughs> then they said something and it, that really kind of put that thought away right away. That was like... Uh, well, if you don't do it, someone else can do it. It's like, yeah. you're nothing special. If it's not <laughs> going to be you, it's going to be someone else. Don't get so yeah. high to mind about it. And But I've, they said, if you want to do it, uh, you can do it. Uh, yeah. If not, someone else will do it. But uh, what they said, uh, basically I said, okay, I'll, I'll do it. So they said, you're just going to explain what you have experienced. Yeah, That was the first thing they said. Just talk about what you are experiencing right now. Yeah, and in future as well yeah. as we would see. And what you just described was actually what happened afterwards during this experience. Mm. After they told me that we should talk about this, you and me. Yeah. And they also said actually that you and I had chosen to do this in this lifetime, and that we kind of had been close to waking up earlier, but chosen to do this instead to mm. help others. And when they said that, I felt very chosen. (laughs) And I felt my ego had a really ego boost. Like, yeah, Yeah. little me are going to be this. Felt like you're standing in the light and you're like, oh. Yeah, I I felt like I was supposed to be some guru. And then I remembered when my ego had this ego boost of, felt like I was this huge, important person. And then... In during this feeling, I remembered my spiritual studies that feelings of ego are is not really what you're striving for. Yeah, yeah. So I kind of asked them, "Hey, hey, wait a minute! I have a huge ego boost now. Am I? Isn't that quite bad?" And they just laughed and said, "Yeah, think about that one." <laughs> <laughs> and I think what they mean was that this will be a great opportunity for me to work on my ego basically and learn how to handle it and keep it low yeah (laughs) so it was a very strange experience and it kind of was very similar to what you explained yeah right about now so uh yeah do you have anything else in this uh that you not in this particular experience what happened then was that i woke up and Mm was back in my body and felt like several hours had passed and I was so ecstatic. Yeah. And I basically just screamed at you, you have no idea what I experienced. Yeah. You have to hear about this because for me, this was very important because I had studied spirituality for about 15, 20 years at this time, mm. perhaps 15. And 
I always had a feeling that I want to do something with it, but I had no idea what to do, and I didn't have the courage to do it. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't have a plan. I didn't have the courage, as I said. Yeah. But now I just knew what I had to do, and that was a wonderful feeling. Hmm. And I wanted to share it with you immediately. Yeah, and I just remember when you started screaming. I was in the middle of this. Uh, they were showing me the yeah. pyramids and all that, and I said, "Hold on, hold on. This is too important. I can't talk right now." So, but uh, yeah, definitely, um, this was really a breakthrough when it came to what we wanted to do in life. And yeah this new career path, if you will. And uh, it was really a big, important moment for Maldorma as well, because yeah. prior to this, we had no idea what we were going to do. We had this feeling that we wanted to do something with yeah. spirituality, but we didn't know what to talk about, how to explain it. And yeah, so this this experience basically gave us the thing we were looking for at the right moment. Yeah, and... It was only the beginning. This was the starting point of, I think that the experience that we had previous to this one was basically experiences that of aspects of God and delusion. But yeah. for us to get motivated and really see what it was all about, and hmm. after this, information started to flood in, as we will discuss, in quite a huge amount. And yeah. We will share that with you in upcoming episodes, but for us, this was a personal game changer. Yeah, and it was quite mind-blowing to have this experience of uh, having someone to talk that we're talking to directly. Yeah. It was like, it was just as crystal clear as we are talking to each other right now, but it was happening in the mind. Yeah. And you could certainly feel that it wasn't the, the 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 thoughts that you usually no. have. It really felt like there was a third person talking to you. Yeah, it's an ex- an experience as well because you hear the voice in your head yeah. or in your mind. You have no physical body when you're out of your body. But mm. anyways, uh, you hear this voice, but they're also talking with pictures and emotions. And yeah. when they showed me this uh, web, uh, this spiral web of experiences yeah i could see it in 3d i could take part in it it Mm. feel it it's nothing like anything i've ever experienced the way they communicate with you it's so amazing it's like they can with one feeling tell the story of a thousand words just in one feeling in one moment it's yeah it's really mesmerizing and i really encouraged you to try to get similar experiences as we have had if you want to do so, because if you get contact with someone from the spirit world, it's a really mind-blowing experience. And you don't have to use psychedelics. You can no, no. try out meditation if you want to, but psychedelics is perhaps the easiest way and the shortcut way. I don't know. Yeah. But however, uh, what happened next? I woke up. I remember you said also that, not now. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like taming my <laughs> eagerness to tell you about what happened but i had to wait and let you finish what you are into yeah um i think the only information that i received that evening was what that i said with this spiral that they yeah. showed me where and i just remember the the spiral as well it was like small boxes yeah in the spiral so for each spiral there was uh, like say 50 boxes 
Okay. Each box was an insight okay. of something. So you unlock mm. one thing in your life, then you unlock another thing, yeah. and another, another, another. Just go through the spiral and come back to your true self in the middle. Yeah, that's. Uh, it was a really cool experience, and uh, I I think I was. It took me a long time to get a grip of what they have told me because when yeah. it happened, I was so ecstatic. I was so taken away by the moment because it was so beyond anything I have ever experienced. During a later experience, much later, uh, perhaps two years after this, mm. I had an experience that where they kind of continued with this subject. So I, yeah. ta- we'll talk a short a bit about it right now. They explained that also that this pyramid that both of us were seeing is a way of narrowing the the choices that we have. Yeah. In the beginning, we are kind of in the bottom of the pyramid. Mm. We are way, a lot of things to experience and we go around and the more we learn the pyramid or the spiral narrows down. Mm. And in the end, there's only one direction and that's the point out to self-realization. Yeah. You kind of, there's no, the closer you get, the fewer choices you have. And you can see this with people who are waking up or are really close to self-realization. They often, I mean, that's the people who give up their lives to live in a cave and meditate Mm. or, you know, stay with a guru or something like that. That's the only desire they have. All other desires have fallen away. Yeah, and that's basically what's happening. When the pyramid is going down to the single point, the mm. desires, more and more desires are yeah. falling off. And you end up with one single desire. Mm. Desire to, with union with God. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I think, I should, we, should I tell one short story from the next... Uh, experience or should we cut it short here hmm, how long do you need it's a short story I can okay. just uh, because it happened right after uh, the second uh, this experience okay like were, we had another experience uh, right after this one and I just remember it was the same thing happened they came in and it was this enormous force like before and the uh, yeah you really felt like these guys are not kidding around these are yeah powerful beings and they said something to me Uh, they said now we're going to show you where we come from yeah and I was just pulled away from my normal reality I was thrown into a whole different experience it was my visual my all my recollections of being here in the normal physical universe just vanished Hmm. and the only thing I could see in there was just geometrical uh yeah, shapes, patterns. patterns, and I could see eyes, and I could see everything moving, like everything was just connected. Yeah, and it was just, yeah, it was mind blowing. I I can't find the words to explain it because there's no reference in this normal universe to explain what I experienced. Hmm. And I realized when I came back, I started laughing to myself, and I s- said to them how the hell am I going to explain that? There's no way I can do it. And (laughs) I realized that what I can explain is that there is an experience that is so different from our experience 
that it just makes our normal universe seem alien. Yeah. And And yeah. Sometimes that's the only thing you can say. We're going to talk in the next episode, I think, or Mm. perhaps the one after that, about an experience that was so amazing but it's impossible to describe and yeah. that's possibly yeah. what you're saying now yeah you can, we the only thing we can say that there are experiences waiting for us that are so amazing but that's pretty much the only thing we can't describe an, any further yeah and what was interesting about this as well is that when i went there that universe felt alien but yeah. when i came back to this universe i was kind of my consciousness was still <clears throat> at that place yeah and i just remember uh we went outside and i had no idea on how to act in this in this uh, normal reality anymore it okay. felt like my consciousness was still at a whole other level yeah and i remember you talking and i started thinking about is that a sentence is that what am i going to say back now <laughs> is how do i act like a human being it's like <laughs> Yeah, it was just a weird experience. It's like yeah. this experience was so alien yeah. to be in in the back in the normal experience. So it's just the the contrast, the differences. Yeah. It's just mind blowing. I think I want to share a little piece of information that I had during that second experience, the yeah. experience after this as well. Yeah. Uh during that experience, uh it started off with them the spiritual being showing me a taste of what i had experienced previous mm-hmm. the amaze me, amazing aspects of the spiritual world or what's what is awaiting us but they only gave me a glimpse as to remind me okay and then they shut down and said well this is all you have to see you get to see right now you're you're supposed to get here by your own force or mm. true spiritual practice yeah and then they showed me something that was also similar to what you described some time ago mm. in this episode, where I saw, um, I could see a kind of a, you know, a honeycomb yeah. that bees produce, a uh, web, this cell in a honeycomb. Mm. And one cell in this honeycomb was one person's, one individual's consciousness. Yeah. And next to it, was another cell in the honeycomb, and that was another person's. And, you know, there are several uh, cells in this honeycomb yeah. next to each other. So they are actually one. Mm. Uh, they are just separated by these thin walls that oh, are yeah. not really yeah. there. So these, every cell was a person's single life experience. Mm. And I thought, okay, yeah, I understand it's one consciousness and we are lying next to each other and have a separate experience. Mm. And then they zoomed out. Yeah. And this honeycomb, uh, do you say honeycomb? Yeah, I think that's the word for it. Just expanded into indefinite. I mean, Mm. it was huge. It was, it had no ending. And I just gasped. Mm. over this site that it just stretched as far as I could see. Yeah. And it was endless and endless of consciousnesses stacked together mm. side by side. So it's uh, you have this individual consciousness or separation. Yeah. But uh, like you and me have our yeah. different experiences, but 
it's all connected to one when you look at it's it. It's all expanding. It's like yeah. drops in an ocean. Mm. And what I could see also was that the grace of God or the light of God was piercing through all of these cells. Yeah. And it was all connected. They were made out of the same energy, mm. these golden threads. Yeah. But they were also at the same time individual experiences, but they were all connected. And when they zoomed out and I saw this vast ocean of small cells, an infinite ocean, yeah. and I just gasped. And the most powerful thing from this experience was that in the background, we had music on, Ludovici and Audi, his beautiful classical tones. And the ocean was moving like a symphony. And it was so beautiful. It mm. was like there was a rhythm in this ocean. And it was the rhythm of God. And it was pulsating in this beautiful, I don't know, a symphony is yeah. the best way I can describe it. I, it's, they showed me symbolically what, it lo- yeah. what it's like. But it was so breathtaking. I was just in awe after this experience. <laughs> yeah. And once you have those experiences, you kind of think that, well, shit, I want to I wanna have that experience. I want to be that consciousness. Yeah. I wanna, that's when you really get motivation to start really working towards self-realization. Yeah. And I think, I mean, having all these experiences that we have had on psychedelics um, and all the information we have gathered, it's good and all. Uh, definitely but the work that is required to wake up to become self-realized is something that you also have to do in your everyday life that's when you need to apply it i mean you can go into this experience you have it and you you take back information from it you take back experiences from it but the actual work the real work is when you come back into your everyday life and that's where you need to apply it the experiences on psychedelics will not wake you up and they will not move you forward either really in that Mm. sense they will, but they are hugely inspirational and yeah. a motivational power. But some people I do know have these kind of experiences, and when they come down, they feel depressed and want to yeah. get back there. But that's not how it works. You have to do the work here in the mm. physical world, and that's the approach we all of us have had. Yeah. So I I'm, think if yeah. you, if you go into the experience with the expectation that it's going to solve all your problems, it's not going to do that. It's going to show you the problems that you have, but it's going to take effort once you go back, once you come down into yeah. sorting out that problem. Yeah, but it's really helpful for sure, <laughs> and really <laughs> and cool experiences. As well. Yeah, and these experiences have really motivated me to start to really work with my spiritual practices. Yeah. And I, I think uh, we should call it quits for this episode. Yeah. Yeah. So I think in the next episode, we, we're going to expand on information that we have gathered throughout yeah. our experiences. So be sure to check out the next episode as well, because we yeah. have plenty more to talk about. Yeah, for sure. And uh, as always, head to maldorma.com if you want to watch more episodes, if you want to see the books we have or the book you have written. Yeah, I've written this book called The Illusion. And in this book, I describe the information that I received during these experiences are in this book, as well as the experiences, yeah, uh, as well as other spiritual information and theories. So yeah, pick it up if you want to. And also be sure to keep an eye out for Tobias' upcoming book, Stepping Into the Unknown. 
Yeah, it's a compilation of all the experiences and the information we have gathered throughout, well, throughout my life and throughout these experiences on psychedelics. And yeah, basically my uh, view of what you need to work on in order to progress as a human being. Yeah. So I think that's it for today. So thank you for watching. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye.